It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello everyone, Charles Watts here. Welcome to another episode of Inside Arsenal. I hope wherever you're watching or listening to this around the world, you're having a very, very good start to the weekend. Got quite a bit to talk about today. We're going to talk about Reese Nelson and his contract situation. I'm getting lots of questions about exactly what is going on with Reese. We're going to look at Pablo Mari, whose uh, brief time at Arsenal, shall we say, has come officially to an end. Now, look at some very interesting quotes, I think, from Nicolas Pepe ahead of his return to the Arsenal squad uh, next week for pre-season. And we'll go through, of course, a lot of your questions and comments as well. So let's get started, shall we? And let's talk about Reese Nelson, because I've been getting a lot of questions about Reese about what's going on. Officially, it was the last day of his contract yesterday. So Reese Nelson right now is a free agent. He's out of contract. June the 30th, 2023. That was when his previous Arsenal contract came to an end. So technically, he's on the market as a free agent. But, and this is what I've been asked an lot, awful lot about. If you see here, um, I, I said it yesterday, Arsenal are very, very confident still that Reese Nelson will sign a new deal. A four-year deal has been agreed with Reese. And it is just waiting to be signed. And Arsenal are very, very confident that that contract will be signed. There's been a lot of interest in Reese Nelson um, over the past few months. He's been talking to a lot of clubs, which is, you know, well within his right. It was out of contract. He was well within his right to find out exactly what was out there. AC Milan, I know, were pushing very, very hard to sign Reese. Other clubs as well, from England and from abroad. And he took his time. Took his time weighing up his options. He talked to Mikel Arteta. He talked to Edu. He wanted to know what his what the sort of plans were for him next season and going forward. Would he get minutes, of course? Um, and he took his time. He weighed up the options, spoke to the other clubs, and he's decided that he believes he wants to stay at Arsenal and that he can make a success of things at Arsenal. So a four-year deal has been agreed and it's just waiting to be signed. And I believe that will be signed once he gets back from holiday, which he's on at the moment, that deal will go through. Of course, before it is signed, anything can happen. But 
as far as I understand it at the moment, Arsenal are very, very confident that he will be committing his future to the club and a new four-year deal will soon be made official for Reese. And I think it's deserved. A lot of people are saying, a lot of contacts me and said, you know, we, we've got to be ruthless here. We've got to show, you know, this is a good time to to move Reese on. But I, I don't really agree with that, I have to say. I think... I think he warrants a new contract. I thought his performances last season were very, very good. Whenever he came on, I thought he impressed. He took the game by the scruff of the neck. He showed um, he wanted to play on the front foot. It was the best we've seen of Reese Nelson since basically broke through as a 17-year-old and looked so exciting. And then he lost his way a bit, injuries. I think he's admitted sort of off the, off the pitch. He, he wasn't acting in the most professional way for a while. But he's got his head screwed on. And I thought last season he showed real signs. And you've got to remember, Reese is still a very, very young player. Um, you know, he's, he's, it feels like he's been around for ages. Well, he has been around for ages, but he's still very young. You know, he's still got so much potential. You know, he was the guy coming through at the academy that everyone looked at and thought he was guaranteed to be the next breakthrough star. And it looked when he came on as a 17-year-old that that was going to happen. I remember being in Sydney on the pre-season tour when he came, he played right wing back under Arsene Wenger and he was absolutely amazing. He had 80,000 people on their, on their feet in the stadium in Sydney. Every time he got the ball, he was so excited. And he thought, wow, this is an absolute superstar. And it just hasn't quite lived up to that reputation. He's been able to, you know, he struggled a fair few things. I think it doesn't, hasn't helped that Bukai Saka has come through and basically usurped him. Um, you know, he's, Saka's ended up being the player that most people thought Reese Nelson was going to be. And that probably hasn't helped Reese. But last season, every time he came on, he was on the front foot. I thought he took initiative. And I think he really, really impressed Mikel Arteta last season. And that's why Arteta and Edu were very, very keen for him to stay. And I think it, I think it makes sense. I really do. I don't really buy into the fact that Arsenal needed to be ruthless with Reese and move him on this season. I think even if it doesn't quite work out, he doesn't get the minutes. Arsenal can still sell Reese Nelson for a lot of good money in about a year's time or two years' time, I think. Le letting him go on a free, losing him on a free after all the sort of money you've invested into his development, the years you've put into his development, I think it would have been a real shame to lose him on a free. So um, personally, for me, I think it's a, it's a good move. I think he warrants a new deal. I'm looking forward to seeing what he can do if he can get the minutes. Ultimately, it's going to be down to him. He's going to have to impress. He's going to have to train well. When he does get opportunities on the pitch, he's going to have to take them. And if he does that, then I think he'll get opportunities. We saw it in the second half of last season. Mikel Arteta used him a lot. And that was because he was playing well. And I think, you know, there's no reason why that won't happen again next season. So, you know, once this does get confirmed, obviously if, because there is still a chance, but as far as I'm aware, it's very it's looking very, very likely it's going to happen. It will be confirmed very soon. I think it's a good move for all parties, and I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what Reese can do next season. All right, let me know what you guys think about that in the comments below. Of course, are you a big fan of Reese Nelson? Are you happy that he's staying? Uh, or do you think, like some, like I said, who have contacted me, that Arsenal should have been a bit more ruthless and just let him go um, this summer? Let me know, as always, in the comments below. OK, let's quickly talk about this man, shall we? If you're watching us on YouTube, you can see who I'm talking about. If you can't, you're very unlucky because that is one good looking man <laughs> who is up on my screen at the moment, Pablo Mari. Uh, he has left Arsenal officially now on a permanent basis. Of course, he was on loan with Monza last season in Serie A. As part of that loan agreement, there was an obligation for Monza to buy if they avoided relegation, which they did. And so that move now has been made permanent. Arsenal announcing that last night officially thanking uh putting out that little statement on the website that ends with we thank pablo for his contribution to the club and wish him well and his family the best of health 
and happiness in their new chapter. Um, I mean, he only made 22 appearances, Pablo, after signing in 2020. He signed in that, I think it was, it was Mikel's first transfer window, wasn't it? When there was basically no money, it was in the middle of COVID um, and Arsenal couldn't do anything. I think they signed Pablo Mari and Cedric Suarez in that transfer window. So not exactly the uh, the uh, most exciting of transfer windows. Um, but he, he came in, he did a job. Pablo, if he wasn't exactly a superstar by any means. I thought he started pretty well and then he faded. I remember that game against Lukaku at um, on the opening day of the season against Chelsea. Actually, wasn't it? it was the first home game in the season, wasn't it, against Chelsea when uh, Chelsea won 2-0 and Lukaku made his debut after signing. He absolutely dominated Pablo Mari, gave him a torrid time and Mari never recovered from that. But um, decent player, really good guy as well, really popular behind the scenes. Pablo Mari, excellent talker as well. He's always good to talk to in the mix zone. Um, so yeah, good luck to Pablo Mari, but I think that's one that um, that suits all parties. Arsenal getting about six million pounds for Mari, and that, or six million euros, I think it is for Mari. Um, now that's been made permanent, and I think he'll be the first of a number of players to move on um, this summer. And when you kind of look at the players, I mean, there's all, you look at I don't know. Kiratini, um, Fonor and Balogun, those sort of players who are all really hotly tipped to move on. You know, I, I look at this Arsenal squad at the moment, and you know, I don't think there's anyone really earmarked for certain to leave. I just think there's a lot of players who could leave if decent bids come in for them. I think that's how Arsenal are approaching the sort of market in terms of outgoings this summer. There's a couple that make sense for leaving, like we talked about Kieran. We know that about his the fact that you know he doesn't really fit into the system. He wants to play, so it makes sense if a good offer comes in from Kiratini. He will go, but I think there's other members of the squad as well who that who is very similar story. Ideally, they would stay, and Mikel Arteta will use them, and he has big plans for them next summer, uh, next season. But if a good offer comes in from them, then the club will probably consider it. So you know, I wouldn't be surprised if uh, maybe there's a couple of outgoings this summer that we would be we would sort of raise our eyebrows at and think, oh, I wasn't expecting that. And you know, Thomas Party we've talked about as a potential player who could be one of those who goes out, which maybe at the start end of last season you wouldn't have expected it but um, I've already had my say on Thomas Party, haven't I? I don't want to go over that again but I don't think he should be one who really is leaving There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One player who might be in that group of players who could leave this summer is that man. If you're watching this on YouTube, you'll know who I'm talking about. Of course, Nicolas Pepe, Arsenal's, for now, club record signing at £72 million. Um, he's had an, given an interesting interview to L'Equipe, I think it was, or one of the French publications. Um, 
speaking about his future, about his relationship with Mikel Arteta ahead of his return for preseason, because he will be coming back um, for preseason training when it gets underway, of course, because he hasn't gone anywhere yet, entering the final year of his contract at Arsenal. And he's been he's he's been speaking, and this is what he had to say about his future. He said, I will return to Arsenal. I was loaned without an option to buy, so I have to go back. I don't know yet about my future. When I go back, I'll speak with the coach and everyone, and we'll see what everyone's ideas are. And then we'll make a decision. Now, could Nicolas Pepe get a chance at Arsenal next season? Lots of people have asked me that. I don't think so. I'd be surprised. But, I mean, you never know. If they can't find a buyer, then maybe you do look to use Nicolas Pepe. He could be cover for Bukaya Saka. I I doubt it, but who knows? It, it It wouldn't be the maddest of things to do we know he's a good player and he's done well you know I don't think Nicolas Pepe obviously everyone's going to label him a flop for his time at Arsenal because of how much he cost and it was impossible for him to shake that price tag off but for the first couple of seasons he played pretty well you know he was very influential in that FA Cup win in his first season the second season he finished it very strongly scored a lot of goals and then he lost his place in the team and it was clear that Mikel Arteta was moving in a different direction and he speaks about that a little bit um the sort of when he basically lost his place in the side he said um he said I was a substitute I was going mad how could I be a substitute when he Arteta said he counted on me everything was spinning in your head I was a substitute for what felt like 10 matches it was at a time when they signed Willian he is a number 10 or a winger but he played on the wing for like 11 or 12 matches in a row my head turned knowing that I'd spoken to the coach and it wasn't like that um so yeah he's talking about the times when he really struggled then he was out of the side and then he was asked about you know, do you have a bad relationship with Mikel Arteta? You're kind of viewed as a player who he didn't get on with and he didn't really trust. And he said, no, that's not true at all. He helped me in every way on a tactical level in terms of game intelligence, because his philosophy requires a lot of intelligence. He knew my style of play wasn't waiting in possession. It was cutting inside. It was waiting on the right. Before I was a bit freer, I had to wait in my zone and I wasn't like that before. These are parts of my game that he tried to improve. He always wanted to help me with that. Um, so interesting comments there, I thought, from Pepe on certainly his future, but more that relationship with Mikel Arteta. And, you know, by, from what he says there, he got on very well with Arteta and he appreciates a lot of the work that he did with him behind the scenes. Personally, I still think it would be unlikely that Nicolas Pepe is a player that Mikel Arteta turns to next season and, and uses, but... You never know. Like he says, his future is far from decided yet. He'll come back in preseason. He'll sit down and talk with everyone. I mean, talks like that would have already been going on with his agents. But he will come back and talk down, sit down and talk to everyone. And then a decision will be made when it comes to him. Okay, let's move on now to some of your questions, shall we? Thank you, as always, if you're watching on YouTube for sending these in and leaving them in the comments. Let's get going. Here's the first one from Fireproof AJ. He says, hi, Charles. When are the team coming back from holidays for basic training? It would usually be around now, right? But I guess because of the season and international delays. No, they they are coming back right about now, next week. I'm not sure the exact day they return. I think it might be midweek sometime, but um, I'm sure Arsenal will put that out and we'll find out soon enough. But the non-internationals are due back next week because the following week they go to Germany. They play their first pre-season game the following week on the Friday, I think the game against Nuremberg. So that's less than two weeks away or yeah, less than two weeks away now. Um, I think so. Yeah. They're back at some point next week. That will be for the testing. They'll be, you know, going through all the science and, you know, all the physios and the sports science teams will be measuring 
how much fat they've put on over the summer and all that sort of stuff. And they'll be doing all the, all the testing and then they'll get out and do a little bit of ball work. I imagine the week that they go to Germany. Um, but yeah, they'll be back next week. So that'll be interesting to see what sort of content Arsenal put out on their channels in terms of pictures and videos and who turns up. But of course the players who have been involved internationally this summer, they won't be heading back. They'll be getting an extended break. You look at, you know, Kai Havertz, for example, he's off on holiday, Bukai, Saka, Ramsdale, all those sort of players. They'll be off enjoying themselves on holiday. It'll be the non-internationals who will come back at some point next week. Okay, here's a question from Robert. It says, question for your show. Do you see Timber replacing Saliba as a right centre-back or will he move more likely to be played at right back and invert into midfield? Uh, thank you for your question, Robert. I see him coming in as right back. From my understanding, that is why he is being signed. It's Obviously, he's a versatile player. He can play at right centre-back if needs be. But I, th- I believe he's being signed as a right back if the deal gets done, which we think it will do. Of course, I reported that on yesterday's video. Um, but yeah, I believe he's coming in as right back. So I think he'll be the competition, cover, whatever you want to call it for Ben White. Mikel Arteta will use him there. He'll certainly be playing in a sort of more inverted right back role, perhaps. And we see Ben White playing, who likes to get on the overlap, of course, does that very, very well for Kai Saka. Um, but yeah, he could fill in for William Saliba, but he's certainly not going to be replacing Saliba. He'll be coming in as a right back option. Okay, what's this one? What's your name? My YouTube Biat. Sorry, I'm not sure what that name is. Um, it says, Charles Party seems to be reliant on playing regularly to keep his form. He seems to take time to get up to speed when he returns to the squad. True or false? True, 100%. I think it definitely takes Thomas Party a bit of time to get up to speed. Um, and when he does have an injury and he does miss some football, when he comes back, you can see he's missed a fair bit of football and he's just not at 100%. He's one of those players that needs to get into a rhythm to be at his very best. And I think that's why he was so strong for for the first two thirds of last season, because he did get into a rhythm. He played a lot of football. The injuries that we'd seen before didn't really happen. And he looked really good because of that. And then as soon as he picked up a little bit of an injury, he went away with Garner. He didn't play the second game. He came back, not 100% fit. And then he really, really struggled because he lost that rhythm. He wasn't 100% fit. And he really struggled in that end of season running. So, yeah, I think it's absolutely true what you say there. Um, who we got here? Assis says, hi, Charles. What happened to the Saliba contract? What's the delay in announcing it? I get a lot of questions about this, actually. Um, there's nothing to worry about as far as I understand. It's all done, agreed. It's just with the lawyers um, at that stage. At the moment, Saliba's away. He'll come back. It'll all be sorted out. All the pictures, everything, the media will all be done. And um, yeah, I'm absolutely convinced that William Saliba will, will, that contract will be announced. I don't think it's anything to worry about. It was agreed. Even when it was agreed, it was always said that it was going to be a few weeks before it was officially, you know, signed and and sorted. But uh, as far as I'm aware, my understanding is that no one's panicking. No one's worried. It's with the lawyers. It's all, all the final sort of legal things are being sorted out. And then he's going to come back from his holiday for preseason. It'll all get signed. The media will be done and uh, we'll all be able to, celebrate William Saliba signing a new contract. So nothing to worry about as far as I understand when it comes to William Saliba. Okay, this is an interesting one I thought from Isaiah. It says, hi Charles, you know that West Ham has given the go-ahead for Rice to talk to Arsenal. It was also reported that the personal terms were agreed between Arsenal and Rice weeks ago. Can you tell us a little bit about the formality, what the formalities are? What does it mean that we can now talk to Rice? Have we not been, have we not been doing that to agree personal terms and picture project? Yeah, I think the whole... Uh, being given permission to talk to Rice, it's a little bit different um, at this stage. This is just basically you're being given permission to finalise the transfer, finalise all the last sort of things with Rice. The talks have been going on for a long, long time, not specifically with Rice when it comes to the actual 
deal and the personal terms, that's all been happening behind the scenes with the agent for a long time. There have been conversations with Declan Rice and Arsenal, which doesn't normally happen. You're not normally allowed to do that. But I think it's been a little bit different this time because West Ham and Declan Rice have had an understanding, they've had an agreement that he was going to go at the end of this season. So he's basically been given a little bit of freedom to sort out his future ahead of the summer. So he was able to kind of, you know, talk to the interested parties, get the sort of lie of the land on what they were like and what they were offering and what the and what the managers were like and how they envisaged him playing. So it's been a little bit different to the usual transfers with Declan Rice because of that agreement he had with West Ham that he would be able to leave at the uh, at the end of the season. So the formalities at the moment, that's all between the clubs. That's not really to do with the club and Rice. That's all basically sorted. As soon as the clubs agree the structure, the payment of the deal, which has been agreed in terms of the fee, but what hasn't been agreed it's the structure of the deal and who, how much is going to be paid when they're still squabbling a little bit over that squabbling. I don't know if that's the right word, but they're still discussing that exact structure of it all. Obviously, West Ham would like it paid sooner rather than later in bigger chunks. Arsenal would like to spread the cost over a few years because that's obviously going to help with their accounting and everything else. So that's what they're trying to get sorted at the moment. And I'm sure it will get done. I'd be, you know, I'm not worried at this stage by any means that it's not going to get done and the talk's going to suddenly collapse because the fee has been agreed and both clubs are working towards getting it done. But the player obviously wants to join. Both clubs know that. So it works out for everyone that uh, this deal can be wrapped up and I'm sure it will be very, very soon. But yeah, the formalities are more between the clubs. But when it, um, personal terms and all that sort of stuff is already and pitching a project, that's been done a long, long time ago. It doesn't normally happen. Certainly in terms of speaking face-to-face with a player, because you're not allowed, technically that's banned until the club has agreed a fee. But it's just been a little bit different this time around because of that agreement Declan Rice has had with West Ham. Thank you very much for your question, Zion. Thank you very much, everyone, for your questions on today's show. Appreciate them as always. Do have a very good weekend wherever you're watching or listening to this around the world. We'll be back tomorrow to speak all things Arsenal once again. Have a great weekend, everyone.